Welcome to the Vacationeers Theme Parks and More podcast. Join us as we discuss vacation planning, reporting, and reviews on vacations ranging from Disney and theme parks to cruising and beach getaways with everything in between. So grab your passport, a fast pass, and an umbrella drink because the show's about to begin. And now, without any further delay, here is your ghost host, Vacationeer Tom. Welcome to episode 170 of the Vacation Heroes Theme Parks and More podcast. I'm your host, Tom, joined inside my panel of John Self. Welcome to the podcast. Are you ready to ride? Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, you are, because this time we're riding straight up I-4. We're getting off exit. Oh, man, I wish I knew this. I don't know. The SeaWorld exit. And we're going to park in preferred parking. Actually, no, we're not in preferred parking. We're parking on the media parking, which wasn't all that great. wasn't convenient (laughs) to us at the end of the night. However, we are talking about the Seven Seas Festival, their food festival. Uh, It just started, what, May? No, yeah, May. Wow. What am I talking about? February February 3rd. 3rd. It goes through, I believe, May. May. Yeah, it goes into May. And, John, you were invited to the media event. You got the the street cred to inv- you're now on the media list for SeaWorld. So let me get this straight: a food blogger <laughs> got invited to a food festival. Crazy! Thoughts. That is a weird thought that you know, would happen. Blowing my mind. An event which has over 200 items at their food booths. Yes, most you, of which are alcohol. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, for me, yummy, yummy. But yes, uh you you were invited. You uh, were kind enough to invite me to come along as your plus one. Uh, you kept pulling garages. at my leg and wouldn't let me leave <laughs> to go. <laughs> hey John, hey John, where are you going, John? John, where are you going? Where are you going, John? <laughs> yes. That is true. Uh so I was very excited. It was a Friday afternoon. Before I get into the, the details though, let's talk a little bit about the YouTube channel because there's so much content, Vacation Years Podcast. Uh now we are recording this right after we recorded episode one sixty nine. So I'm not sure what exactly has been released and what hasn't been released. We recorded a bunch of content today as we speak, which is February seventh. Uh, this episode actually is going to be released, uh, what, the 1st of uh, Feb- March, March 1st. Mm-hmm. So most likely there are some, maybe my uh, happy, our, our happy hour tour of Disney Springs will probably be out. And, uh, you know, what's to come soon, at least, is the, uh, <laughs> the uh, character warehouse for March. That will be super exciting. So check out all the stuff. Please like and subscribe. I greatly appreciate it. I'm trying to get to 1,000 so I can uh, monetize a little bit. That would be awesome. Uh, So if you could do me the favor of doing that, of subscribing, that would be very helpful. I need 1,000 and able to do that. I think as far as the hours and everything else, I'm golden. So the only thing I'm lacking are the uh, like 400 and some (laughs) subscribers I still need. So please, I beg you, please subscribe. I greatly appreciate it. So thank you so much in advance for doing so if you haven't already subscribed. But enough about that nonsense. Let's talk about the new nonsense here at SeaWorld Orlando. Like we stated, it was Friday, February 3rd. The media event was the same day that the event actually started. Uh, they had us. They instructed us to show up at 3.30 to a side entrance that was separate from the main gate where you park. So you, you're, you park way away from the main gate. And as you exit the event, you're exiting the event through the main gate gate so you're way far away like you got to make a pretty good walk to get to your car after you get out of the park so uh that was interesting now of course after the event ended you get to uh i think what what the event was from five to six or four to five the media event was from four to five so four to five so they had us uh line up and they guided us into a uh a pavilion that had a bunch of the booths that were in the actual Seven Seas Festival set up with samples of both the food and the alcohol. So you could go around and try. And of course, it was all uh, gratis. So it was for you to enable to take pictures, to sample it so you can write it. Uh, They had a DJ. They had a giveaway. So they give away uh, two prizes, uh, one of which the Diz, (laughs) member of the Diz, (laughs) nothing like a... Feeding the rich, you know, the rich get richer and the poor get poor. But yeah, the Diz won one of them, and uh, I think Radio Station won the other, which 
weird that radio stations still even exist now nowadays. But what else did they have going on, John? They had uh, still DJ at all times. Still people. Yeah, I did a D. Oh yeah, the DJ was weird because this is a media event which presumably would have people recording video uh, for their media channels, and they're they had a DJ just playing, you know commercial tracks that would you would think would be hit with commercial would be copyright strikes you would think that and they might be i mean i have not edited the video yet so now i don't really care because like i said i'm within a thousand so uh if it to be is it to be monetized it doesn't affect me so i can release it freely now of course once i become monetized and somebody watches this video uh, then i would not get any money for it uh, however, you know. You mean you wouldn't get a penny, half a penny for people watching it? Yes, after like a year after <laughs> it's done, because who knows how long it will be uh, when I get hit my thousand. But anyway, I, I figured I'd give you the unabridged uh, version of it with uh, with the music, uh, and you know, I'll worry about uh, work, the music, the copyright music after I hit a thousand. So until then, now. <laughs> that will only entice people not to subscribe, I suppose. <laughs> Forgot I even said that. But, um, yeah, the event was really cool. This is the first media event that I've gone to for uh, at all. Now, you've gone to other media events for other companies. Is that? Yes. Uh, yes. So how does this compare? Let's get into how it compares to others, and then <laughs> we'll get into the food. As I think I say every time I talk about SeaWorld, if you would like a more casual theme park experience, go to SeaWorld. <laughs> Even their media event. <laughs> Even their media event. <laughs> far more casual, far more like comparison to, now granted, I've been to Walt Disney World media events and Universal media events, mostly targeting food, obviously. Yeah. For Disney, you don't breathe the wrong way or they call you out for it. Universal, everything is scheduled even you will be waiting in this room for 20 minutes. Everything is scheduled. SeaWorld was, they were trying to be really, of let you experience it. It was show up. Hey, what's your name? Okay. And then we went to the pavilion, eat some food. We stayed there till about five and then they just let us run loose in the park. Yeah. So essentially they brought us into the pavilion from four to five. We could sample the food, dr- sample the drinks, uh, listen to the DJs, have a, you know, very casual experience, uh, you know, with the food and drinks. And then at five, they release us into the park with five uh, a five-card sampler, mm-hmm. or a five-sampler card, rather, where you could go to the actual booths that were there, because it was set up. It was the first night. So you go to the actual booths, and whatever samples you wanted to sample that weren't included, or if you wanted to possibly You wanted to compare test, them like yeah, I did. Compare, then you could go to the booth and use your five samples uh, in, in that fashion. So uh, with that said... That yeah, it was a very laid back experience, which I really enjoyed. I like the fact that they kind of left you alone, left mm-hmm. you to your own devices, and you could do your own thing. Obviously, there are chefs there. You could set up private interviews with chefs or, or whomever, uh, the media people. So that was cool. The food was all prepared. Uh, the drinks, the DJ. I mean, it was it was really well done. I, I thought it was pretty nice. I I, I enjoyed it. Uh, Any. Thoughts in general? No, I mean, it was perfectly fun. See, I mean, we appreciate SeaWorld inviting me out yes. to, to be there. And because, you know, if they're going to expand this food festival and make it bigger and accomplish what they really want, they're going to need to pump this. And so they have not historically been consistent about food. Yeah, this is definitely their premier event. If you look at their schedule throughout the year, this is their food event. I mean, they have three minor events attached to this event they have like st patrick's day in mardi gras and what's the third go to mile single to mile all three are kind of just parts of this seven seas event because the seven seas goes through may like you said so this is their big one they have a craft beer festival in the fall uh that's really good and it's more than just craft beer there's food there too it's good so that's a good one but it's a smaller scale you have less booths and less food. So this is their food and wine, for lack of a better term. It's it's their big one. So, yeah, I can see where they would want to promote the crap out of it and make it bigger. Because it is, there's, what, 24 booths? I mean, it's yes, it's a lot. I mean, there is a lot. Between the food and the beverage, there, there's, I mean, I don't know who would sample it all. So 
uh, it, it'd be, it'd be quite, would. you would. Well, I uh, don't, I, isn't that what I do? Food and the beverage, yeah, all 200 on. plus. Yeah. Cause I want to, in wanna, one day I want to die. Yeah. You will die. Yes. Yeah. Uh, now the one thing I would say about this festival, cause I did cover it last year. Uh, I went and I am going to go this year again, probably this weekend and buy, no, no, I won't come because I still have some samples left. So I'll probably do a top five this year in lieu of going through and eating a bunch of stuff because I already did. But uh, let's go through some of the food. I would say the first thing to go over are the tasting cards, the sample cards. This event is 100% designed for you to buy a card. There is no ifs and buts are about uh, about it. If you listen to our last episode where we talked about Universal, uh, <laughs> Universal Orlando, uh, and you could go there and buy one or two items and feel good about yourself, this event, you cannot. This event, the, the food is so... And, and Bush Gardens Tampa does the exact same thing. This is their MO. The individual booths have food items that are vastly overpriced. I mean, they are ridiculously priced if you buy them standalone. However, if you buy their sample card and you invest the 50 to $80, whatever it is for the 10 to 5 to 10 to 15 samples... Then you're get it's coming down in range to where it should be, which is the five or six dollars. At that price point, it could still be argued that the sample sizes aren't significant, like they're not that big, but at least it, you can justify, right? I, I can justify paying six dollars for a quarter corn in the cob, where I can't justify paying twelve for that same corn in the cob, which is what the price is if you buy. If you buy it outright. You mean they had a $12 street corn on the cob? <laughs> that was fairly small? Yes. And they were even promoting it at the media event. Uh, I have photos of it at the media event. It, it, yeah, they didn't have the sample. They didn't have, they didn't have the sample, sample but yes, photos of it. Yes. As opposed to some other place that we've already made reference to that mm-hmm. I made special note of in the last podcast. Yeah, yeah. In which it's far more corn and far better cheese clearly not vegan for eight dollars yeah but like i said if you buy the card now that same corn mm-hmm. here at SeaWorld is six right. so like i said they i i think they fall under the like the like i, I use this analogy uh, at the event where same thing as a one-day ticket to disney world right the magic kingdom yep. yeah it's like 160 or more to buy the one-day ticket but they don't really expect people to really buy that ticket now if they do hey Great. It's all profits. It's great. It's a great day for them. But they really expect people to buy. They they have that price set so people will be more geared to mm-hmm. buy a multi-day ticket. SeaWorld Entertainment does the exact same thing. Their price points are like you would not go and pay out of pocket. I mean, I don't know. I, I guess people do. I certainly would not. I would not go to their event and buy buy you know just buy the the stuff. Uh, for their the price that they're asking, I, it would have to be through a card, 100%. So, I, I think that's just the way they do it, which is fine. But know that you're investing in, you know, 50 plus dollars in food, like a card that or a sample card where you're gonna get, you know, a bunch of samples. So, uh, there's no cheap way. There's no way to go in and just get. Like now, with that said, they do have past member discounts or past member benefits where you can get a free sample every time you go. So you, or I don't know if it's every time you go, or it's it. I'm not sure if there's a limitation there. Like every day you get one free sample. I thought the buying for the, the month? lanyard you got. Well, maybe for one month, but when you buy the lanyard as an annual pass holder, if you buy the most expensive one, you got three extra samples. Yes, you do that. Yeah, yes. For this event, you get three extra samples. So from 15 to 18. But I mean, the monthly benefits. Uh, I believe next month the March benefit is a free sample. And I believe that's every time you go to the park, you get a free sample. I could be mistaken, but you could hypothetically, I suppose, if that is the case, go every day in March. <laughs> that's 30 samples. I mean, you're not going to hit them all, obviously, but, I mean, that's not a bad amount of samples you get for free. So Then I have to go to SeaWorld every day. You'd have to go every day, yes, yes. So that would, that would be quite the, uh, mm-hmm. for, for where I live, eh, it's not terribly convenient. Though, you know, depending on the time of day, it's not too bad, I suppose. But, yeah. But uh, let's talk about some of the food. What do you say? So, uh, anything more about the media event itself? I mean, I, again, as John stated, 
I'm going to say no one wants to hear about a boring media event. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, invite him to all the media events because I already told him that uh, I want to uh, attend with him. So any media event he gets invited to for Seawater Entertainment. Because he's also, you're on the list for Bush Gardens Tampa. Yes. Which means their Food and Wine Festival is coming up in May. Which yes. Which I would presume, because that's kind of their thing, I would presume you would get invited to that. If they're going to invite you to anything, that would be what you'd get invited to. So... Start looking for flights for May. Because <laughs> we're going. Of course, it's probably going to. Uh, May, I'm kind of. I have a wedding and I'm going to Key West at one point, beginning of May. I'm 100% positive this event will happen when I'm away. So I'm going to use your condo while you're away. <laughs> yeah. And then I'm going to go. Oh, you need to bring the samples back. Just tell them, listen, the person, my plus one can't be here. So I'm going to collect everything that he would eat and drink and bring them back to his place. I hope you're okay with that. <laughs> I'm sure they'll be fine. Yeah, because you know it's only an hour and a half away, no problem. Yeah, it's not a big deal. Not a big deal. I brought ice cream back from Tampa, so <laughs> and it it made it. So I think you can bring back some uh, some liquor and some food. Okay. You go with that. Uh, let's talk about some of the f- uh, food and drinks we uh, sampled. I guess we'll start at the beginning and work our way through the list and see what there is to see. Uh, Flamecraft Bar. Uh, they have the Flamecraft, Flamecraft Mule. Uh, I'm sure that would be good. We did not sample that. Frozen Miami Vice, or Orlando Vice. It's the Miami Vice, but because it's Orlando, it's right. Orlando Vice, yeah. It's a half daiquiri and half pina colada. That's always good. Uh, I don't know. After about six months of moving here, I've kinda, I'm have kind i over the hurricanes and the frozen drinks. Now, I say that, but come May, when it's 90 degrees outside, maybe I'll be more apt to drink that. But it's a good drink. I just... They're very sweet. Mm-hmm. They're cold. And I'm kind of yeah. I'm kind of over it. Uh, next, the second booth is Smugglers. Uh, has some beer and IPA. Yikes. Uh, some wine. So no food there. Three is uh, Caribbean moonshine tasting. I did get two samples here. I got the PB and C Cannonball, which is peanut butter and chocolate. And if, now these, a sample takes up one shot. You get one shot worth for a sample. So a little bit pricey for what you're getting here, but I guess uh, it is moonshine, you know, commercial moonshine, but mm-hmm. it's moonshine nonetheless. So I got the PB&C Cannonball and as well as the Banana Breeze because I'm a sucker for banana, whether it be the artificial flavor, you know, some people hate, not me. Artificial, real, it doesn't matter. Bring it on. If it's a banana, I am in. Yummy, yummy, so yummy. So just to clarify, um, you're a minion. <laughs> but no, 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 no. Yeah, I am a minion, yes. Okay, that's, yeah. I just wanted to clarify when I'm that, telling uh, the story later. That's a valid point, yes. Okay. Uh, so they have a marmalade one. They have a Cat 5 coconut and a passion fruit. Um, yeah, passion fruit probably be my least favorite. But the banana and the PB and chocolate, hello, yes, please. Very good, both of them. Then they have the Cafe de Mar. Uh, that's always set up that usually, or in the past two years, rather, it had the... Waffle cone, cheesecake waffle cone, which it did not have this year. I am so sad and sorry for you for that one, John. You you built that up and then yeah. didn't have it. This year they replaced it with a cinnamon roll with bacon on it. So I I, I did not eat that. It looks like it'd be good, I guess. Uh, I mean, a cinnamon roll with bacon. I mean, what what can be wrong with that? Uh, another frozen Orlando Vice. So they're doubling down with that again. And of course they have the pina colada and the strawberry daiquiri. If you want to not get them combined, there you go. Uh, and some wines. Uh, booth five is their Caribbean market. They have the smoked jerk chicken slider. Did you sample that? I did not. Did anyone in the group sample that? I, I don't think like anybody s- in our no? group sampled okay. it. Okay. I thought somebody did. Uh, Ropa uh, Vija. Uh, hmm. V-I-E-J-A. This is going to be the fun part because we got some cuisines he's going to say and it's going to be hilarious. It's awful. I can't even try. V- Vija. <laughs> You're the only one looking at the screen. V I E J A. I don't know. I, I'm sorry, because I I hear you're the one who's better at Spanish than me. So you're you are you are in you're hearing. You need to get your hearing checked. <laughs> no, that, that's what I've been told. That's what I've been told much of the day today. I'm just yeah. saying. <laughs> uh, so it's shredded beef and plantains, and it's gluten free. So that's good. Not certain we. Oh no no we get we did get this. This was at the sample. I did get this. It's like a flat, uh, basically chip, like a tortilla chip with meat on it. It was good. You mean the tostada? Uh, the barbacoa. 
Uh, whatever. It's not what it says, but yes. That's what was at the media event. Well, that's what this thing is, because I, I remember seeing the name of this, and I couldn't okay. pronounce it then, I can't pronounce it now. But it's uh, it was good. The Pineapple Dream Cake. Mm, did not see this. It's a vegetarian. It's pineapple cake, cream cheese, and whipped cream. That would be good. Depending on the si- sampling size, I suppose, whether that be a good value. Uh, they have beer and some uh, island rum punch, which I they didn't have that. Caribbean Sunset Mocktail. So well, you didn't have every single adult beverage because there's over 150 adult beverages <laughs> festival, and you didn't have all of them? I had all they had to sample at the media event. Okay. Yes. I'm uh, just saying. Yeah, it's a sad day. Maybe maybe one day. Uh, the All-American Market, I know we had some. So they have a classic Reuben, which looked good. I didn't have it, but it looked really good. You had the lobster mac and cheese, so talk to me about the lobster mac and cheese. I literally am still deciding about the lobster mac and cheese. Wow. Um, I've discussed it with lots of other people. I felt the lobster pieces were okay. Okay. Mac and cheese was not great. Okay. Was it creamy? No. No. Okay. See, that's the problem. Yeah. You need a creamy mac and cheese. It was not. Um, okay. One of my food blogging colleagues who um, who likes to take on thrills and tastes and travels he compared it to he compared it to um craft macaroni and cheese okay well i mean that's solid <laughs> not if it gets crunchy all right yeah all right there you go uh oh speaking of crunchy crispy brussels sprouts now we did uh seth uh, kaberski mm-hmm. he uh did he ate that and he really enjoyed it and those are vegan yes they're vegetarian slash vegan so uh i am not a fan of brussels sprouts so i would assume i would not like it um, Seth and one other person I use is my Brussels sprout expert these days. And Seth, th- Seth thought it was good. The little bit of taste I had was good. Yeah. I, yeah, I am not a fan. And it may have made the bonus list on a blog that's come out. Oh, the bonus Recently, hmm. recently oh, from the time we were recording, not from the time you hear this. Oh, IE, it's not out yet, but it will be soon. Oh, it's out. Oh, it is soon. Okay. Uh, strawberry shortcake a la mode. Uh, yummy, yummy. Anything that's Ella mode can't be bad. Um, then they have Southern Peach, uh, Goon Squad IPA, blah, Bud Light. Give me a break. All right, let's move on to Polynesian Market. Lamb ribs? Um, no, this is not what we had. So I, I, I did anybody eat these? This is the question I was asking as working on that blog because I these, don't think these so. These look a lot like what we had at the media event, but they're not. They're not. Yeah, we had a lamb shank or something we not not it wasn't ribs and these look pretty good and these are barbecue and when that the lamb we had was not barbecue and it was served with mashed potatoes so we'll see down the line if it comes up uh ahi tuna pokey nachos i had not did not have these but i'm sure they're good i think you sampled them right somebody got them in our group i no, 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 don't they, recall getting no, them. no 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 they had the they had the dessert nachos which where was that at because That'd be Mexico. Oh, this is Polynesian. So, okay. So, we didn't get to there yet. Okay. Never mind. Uh, let's see. Then they have a frozen Polynesian summer cocktail and an owl. Oh, big wave golden owl. Yeah, that's good. All right. Eight North North Atlantic Market. Uh, they have the classic lobster roll. None of us had that, I don't believe, right? Nope. Then the Prince Edward's Island Shrimp Fritters. Didn't have that either. Fish and chips, did not have that. Chocolate Bailey's Moose, I've had, well, maybe not this particular one, but I've had their moose before, and uh, very good. They they do, uh, Bush Gardens Williamsburg does a Guinness Moose, and I am not a Guinness fan, but man, just un, unbelievable. So what they, if they can do that with Guinness, which I don't like, I like Bailey, so this I th- I may have had this last year actually. I, I'm just not 100 sure. Sure, cranberry limeade. Uh, a lot of things in there that I don't think I would like, but I'm sure it's fine. Uh, coaster cocktails. Okay, so this is I did try the new Pipeline cocktail. It has gin, vodka, rum, peach schnapps, orange juice, pineapple, and grenadine. It had a bitter taste, which I don't know if it was the Maybe it was the orange of those. I don't know what would be bitter. It has to be the orange, like an orange peel, or orange zest. But I'm not, it doesn't say orange zest. It's like an orange juice. Uh, it was fine. Um, as far as the cocktails go, 
it's not my favorite one of the the ones I've drank. Um, and be honest with you, looking at the Kraken, Mako, and Icebreaker, I'm not sure which. <laughs> I, I don't think I don't think it was Mako, even though I would like to say it was because it's my favorite coaster. But that's tequila, pineapple, blueberry, and lime sour. Um, I think you're perhaps, and maybe I was pulling some of your other panelists' trick here. I think you're underselling the best part of these um, cocktails. If you are a child of Capri Suns. Oh, because they're in the uh, yes. weird uh, zip mm-hmm. things. And with the edible straw, which yep. I... That's right. We all know I love the edible straws. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just didn't know. I wasn't sure how to put the straw in and... You're not a child of Capri Suns? Yeah, no. That's your problem. See, you got to yeah. learn how to do that. Yeah, yeah. I, I failed in that aspect. But yeah, it, they're good. I mean, I, I like them. Um, I'm not sure what the price points are, but... I, I believe they were 10. So, as a sample, though, do you get a smaller size, or do you get the, the whole... I do not know. Yeah, see, I don't know much sure about that, though. Because in the media event, you got the big, big one. And they only had the the pipeline, because that's the new mm-hmm. one. Yeah, and uh, it was, like I said, it was fine. It had a little it had a little bitterness to it, which I, I can't make out why, from the ingredients, why it would be bitter. Maybe it was mine. And they have the uh, sweet... Maybe you were too near me. Ah, uh, that's true. It, it seeps in. Yeah, it, it is true. I, I forgot about that. Uh, seep sips, which have cupcakes. Uh, we did try. So they have the Raz Dazzle cupcake. They have the Coco Loco cupcake, which honestly, when the chefs or whomever, whomever it was was describing them at the media event, when I saw the chocolate Loco Coco or Coco Loco, I was like, all right, this is what I'm getting. Until they told me about the Orange Bliss cupcake which is orange cupcake with Grand Meunier frosting. I was like, oh, I think I'm going with that one instead. Uh, but you're an amateur. You should have gotten both. Yeah, you're, you know, you're, that's true. I should have squished them together. Yes. Just ate them as one big one. But these are large servings. These are a full-size cupcake. No, so, these are full-size cupcakes. Yeah. I enjoyed my Raz Dazzle cupcake. You had the Razzle Dazzle, or Raz Dazzle, which is uh, vanilla cupcake, raspberry filling, vanilla frosting, raspberry. So it must have been on top of it. Uh, so there's two regular ones, the Loco Coco or the Coco Loco. I'm not sure why I keep saying that backwards. Is chocolate cupcake, chocolate filling, chocolate frosting, and chocolate hard shell. So there's a lot of chocolate on that one. Mm-hmm. Then they have two uh, alcohol cupcakes. Now, they say they contain alcohol. I didn't taste any alcohol. I wonder, I don't think it's be 21 to consume these, correct? I, I, I don't know the answer to that, but this I do know. They all cost the same price. Yes, which is kind of odd that uh, the alcohol ones cost the same. Um, the other alcohol one is the Island Dream Cupcake, with is a which is a pineapple cupcake with Malibu frosting. And I would like that. I love pineapple and Malibu uh, alcohol. Yummy, yummy. So uh, I would like that too. And they have wines there as well. Italian Market. Uh, yeah, here we go. Okay, so I'll, the meatballs... Um, I believe somebody in our group got the meatballs out in the park, right? I think they were good. I think so. Yeah, I think he said they were good. Uh, then there is the Italian cannoli. So I know we both thoroughly enjoyed the cannoli. We got yes. sam- we got the sample in the uh, media event. Uh, very, very good. I, I thoroughly enjoyed that. I mean, that probably... Uh, in your top three, that was one of your top three. Or Yeah, you did The cannoli three. makes my top three. Yeah, yeah. Fantastic. We'll get to your other two here in a minute. And let's see. There's some drinks. Okay. And then Espana. Oof. Yeah. I can't even pronounce any of this stuff. Uh, none of it. Oh, this is all the wine. So I did try some wine at the, uh, I asked um, the person. Sorry, I'm kicking it. I found the notes on the meatball. Oh. Uh, the meatball was okay. Okay. Just okay. okay. Just okay. But there's two of them. So yeah, last two. year they had one big one. This year they have two smaller ones. So for sharing... Yeah, yeah, it looks good. Sorry for those of you the audio podcast. I'm showing him a photo. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, it look they look good. I mean, for sharing, it's better to have two small than one big. So I mean, I think that probably makes sense. Uh, but yeah, I did have a wine in Espana. Um, it was good. I mean, it's wine. If you like wine, you'll like this. If you don't, then you probably won't. Uh, Salted Rims had a bunch of margaritas. I did. So was it the raspberry margarita or the the yeah it was the jalapeno margarita. Jalapeno margarita. I had the jalapeno margarita. They had that as a sample. Uh, actually, I sampled it more than once at the media event. 
Very, very good. Interesting thing about the jalapeno margarita was you could definitely taste the jalapeno, but it wasn't necessarily spicy, which is probably an odd thing to hear, but it, that was the case. It wasn't like I've had um, different beers that were spicy and different alcohols that you take a sip and then the spice kicks in afterwards. This, you sipped it. And you taste them. You taste the jalapeno because taste jalapeno has a taste, has mm-hmm. a flavor. Yes. You would certainly taste it, and you'd wait for the heat to kick in afterwards. It never did. Like it was, it was not a a spicy drink as you might think it would be. And so whether that be good or bad is up to you know whomever you know. <laughs> I guess to the taste buds who's drinking it. I thought it was a very good drink. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Uh, I would have liked to have a little heat uh, back it up afterwards, but either way, like I said, I had more than one. I, I think I had two of them, and uh, that was because it was a very good drink. I, I thought it was a good margarita. They have a strawberry margarita and a watermelon margarita and a smoked Bloody Mary. They were demoing the Bloody Mary, although I don't think you could actually sample it. From what I could tell, no one was taking samples of it. And you know me, I'm a sucker for a Bloody Mary. So I know that now. I will most certainly, uh, if I go back when I when I go back to the event, I will be uh, sampling the smoked Bloody Mary. The Mediterranean Market, they have a base scallop, which I'm sure they always do those pretty good. So I'm sure those were good. We did not try it. They have the uh, grilled lamb chop. Oh, this is what it is, because it comes with uh, mashed potatoes. Yep. And that's gluten-free. We tried that, or I tried that. You tried it too, right, the lamb chop? Uh, no, I did not. All right. It was at the media event. Mm-hmm. Very good. I thought it was good. The truffle fries, uh, yeah. Uh, they're fries. I feel like French fries, they're fine. I, I, Yeah, I really have anything else to add about those. What do you think about the fries, John? You, um, at this point, um, my parents told me, if you have nothing nice to say, don't say anything at all. <laughs> I don't usually follow that pattern, but I'm choosing to this time. Okay, yeah. I mean, they're fries. They're French Uh, fries. Sort of. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Baklava. 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 Uh, We do not have that. Uh, No, I thought Theron did. Hold on. Oh, really? Yep. Okay. Uh, uh, What did you think? Oh, yeah, okay, yeah. It was decent. I mean, it it wasn't bad. Yeah, I'm, I'm a fan, so I'm sure it was good. Uh, then they had a sangria and some other specialty drinks. Brazilian market, they had the... Okay, so the Pecani, Pecana steak. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure how you pronounce it. That was good. And I think that was in our top three, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah, because it's a good sur- portion it's, size. It's, it's a reasonable portion size. These, If you're familiar with normal sample plates, the steak goes from one end of the sample plate to the other. Then there's a three-bean salad. Yeah. That... Um, was pretty good. Yeah, this is the Brazilian market. Um, I didn't have it this year, but I've had it. I had it last year, and it was it was good. I mean, it has a good taste to it. So, I was a fan of that. Uh, Peyo de Quejito. I. Oof. You mean it's Brazilian pre- cheese bread? Yes. Um, did not have that, but um, it's probably good as well. And a pork belly, which I'm sure was good as well. Uh, then uh, Asian Market. This is booth 16, or uh, whatever these are called. Uh, Guabao. What are those things? Bao? Bao buns? Bao? Bao buns. Bao. Guabao? Mm-hmm. Um, it's a pork belly bao. Yeah, I'm sure it was good. Uh, did anyone... Do you know anyone nope. who had that? No. Yeah. Nope. The uh, only person in our group opted for the next one. The Korean corn dog? Yes. Oh, really? Yep. Oh, yeah, that was the weird one. Matt from Attractions. Yeah, it had fish, it. sausage, mozzarella cheese, yellow mustard, smoked ketchup. So he, when he bit into it, most of it was cheese. and it, it, Most mm-hmm. of it was until he got down lower, he finally hit this fish sausage. Uh, what was his opinion of it? Um, uh, Matt liked it. Yeah, he liked it? Okay. He, so he'd get that again? Because I, I wasn't sure. I believe so. All right, cool. Uh, deep fried dumpling. Um, that would be, yeah, I'm sure that was fine. Uh, Bing Su. Oh, this is okay. I had this before. This is the salted caramel ice cream topped with caramel popcorn and caramel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I had that last year. It was good. And they have some Japanese uh, drinks. Number 17, Waterway Bar. Uh, the Pipeline Surfboard Pretzel. Uh, I'm of two minds on this. I appreciate the uniqueness of it, although it doesn't look 
we didn't try it. So with that said, I have lots of photos of it, and it does not look appealing. And it, it looks does not like it has not even good cheese and good. It's prepackaged and everything. I mean, it doesn't even look like a pretzel, really. It looks like no. bread. No. Yeah. So I, I I'm uh, yeah. It looks mm. like you threw some breadsticks together and made them in the shape of a pipeline. Yeah. Pipeline surfboard. Again, I uh, I haven't tried it, but I don't know. Eh. It can't be too bad because it's a pretzel, right? So mm. it's got. Uh, then they have 12 rotating beers, draft beers, so that's pretty amazing. But I would like to point out that your your pipeline surfboard pretzel served with cheddar cheese. Yeah. Without a lanyard is eleven dollars. Yeah, uh, yeah. Again, they these are not priced for you to actually buy. <laughs> and just so we're clear, above the sign it says "Save with sampling lanyards," and then in smaller print it describes the items. Ah, yeah. See, yeah, they're they're really. Yeah, they don't expect anyone to pay full price. But if someone is foolish, foolish enough to do so, then, you know, it is more power to them, you know. So then the Irish market corn hash beef uh, or corn beef hash. I don't think any of us got that. Nope. The Guinness beef, beef stew. I bet you that's good. It like, was not bad. I guess you might like it. There wasn't a lot of Guinness flavor. Which is a good thing for me. Right, for you. Uh, I'm not a big fan. Um, It it could have been better, but it wasn't bad. Okay, all right. Jameson bread pudding, again, that, I'm sure that's really good. Uh, That was okay, but the portion size is rather small. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. Unfortunately, that happens a lot. Uh, Guinness, they have a Guinness drought. Uh, They have Irish cider and a cold brew latte, an Irish cold brew latte, which uh, I'm sure that was probably good. Uh, then uh, they have Mama's Pretzel Kitchen, which is booth or section or whatever it is, 90 or 19 rather, which features 18 rota- eight rotating draft beers and no actual pretzels. So, yep, eh, it's interesting. But right next to it, number 20, German Market. Oh, wait, no. Oh, interesting. It doesn't have a pretzel either. But it does have a pretzel bun. In the bratwurst. I thought it had the pretzel on a stick. Oh, yeah, pretzel on a stick. Yep, I read. I'm sorry. Yep, you're right. That's universal where the Germany booth does not have a pretzel. Yeah, <laughs> something was weird. Uh, the bratwurst, smoked bacon in cheddar brat, pretzel bun, sauerkraut served with beer-infused cheese. It looked really good. I will most certainly go back and sample this. This will probably be one of my top five. This will be in that video, I'm sure, because it looked like a decent portion size, and I love pretzel buns. And... Everything, every word in this sentence <laughs> describing it sounds yeah. delightful. Then they got the reimagined pretzel on a stick, which is a choice. Now, this is new from last year because last year it was just chocolate. But this year they have choice of chocolate, sprinkles, or cinnamon sugar. So it's a pretzel on a stick. <laughs> yeah. Well, the, the cinnamon sugar apparently is for the vegetarians. Chocolate. It's a cinnamon sugar pretzel on a stick. Stick, yes. Okay. Uh, it's a... It's a Fairly sized pretzel. The pretzel in size is smaller than last year. I will say. Yes. That. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it is. What it's it is. on a stick. <laughs> <laughs> the Adam, the apple strudel. Um, did not see that. Uh, I'm sure that's good. I, it's going to be a I value. Didn't say we got no idea. Yeah, it'd be a value proposition there. But yeah, how can you mess up Adam strudel? Apple strudel. <laughs> hold on, hold on. You need to stop asking these questions about the parks. <laughs> Because there is always a way. Well, there, where's a will? There's a way. Yep. Uh, let's see. What else do they got there? Just okay. for the record, the April strudel is ten dollars. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. The pretzel in a stick. Because I want to say that one more time. How much is? Is that? eleven. Yeah. Eleven. Um, and the bratwurst is twelve. Yeah. Certainly. I mean, no question. The bratwurst is your is your best value there. I mean, it's still overpriced, but at least that you could almost justify that price. For the size of it. You get a full-size pretzel bun with a full-size bratwurst on it. So it's expensive, yes, but it's not as outrageous as other pricing is. On a stick. <laughs> stick. 21 is the Bear Garden. Uh, they have a bunch of beer at the Beer Garden, of course. Um, nothing that I see. 420 Extra Pal Al. Wink, 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 wink. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Uh, then that's it. 22 is the Gulf Coast Market Cajun Shrimp and Grits. I, somebody did get that. 
Um, I don't know anybody in our group got it, but I know from chatting from some other people that they got it, and it was okay. Okay. Cajun shrimp. It sounds good. Uh, Impossible Jambalaya. They had that at the mm-hmm. media event. We sampled that. I thought that was a really good vegan item. Yes. I know that's kind of, sorry, no offense intended. I know it's kind of like saying, well, it wasn't too bad. But I did think it was a good vegan item. Yeah, I think it was good. I'm a little uh, concerned about the price point of $11. Yeah. Because your portion size is not even remotely close to earn that amount. No, but it is uh, gluten-free as well. So. Yep. So that's a good. Uh, bananas, Foster, beignets, those are always good. Um, and so. you can get them with a whiskey infusion also. Oh, yummy, yummy. Let's okay. see how much more that is. If I'm reading this correctly, a whiskey infusion is $3 more. Wow. Okay. That's a little pricey, but there you go. Um, hurricane, of course, they have a hurricane, so I'm over that. Mexican market, uh, tostadas. Um, yes, somebody had that, I'm sure. We had that at the event. Oh, that was at the event. Okay, yeah. I did. I thought the flavor was good, but it was very messy. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Taco El Pastor. Hey, Pastor. Um, I'm not made of pork. <laughs> no, this is chicken. Chicken, grilled pineapple, cabbage, onion, and cilantro. Oh, adobe. Okay. No, seems like that would be good. Uh, Mexican street corn. Okay, time. Time for Tom to rant. Uh, Mexican street corn. It's just, it's just, the pricing on this is just absurd. Twelve dollars for for a tiny mini corn you might get like at a theme park place that served you a mini corn on the cob. Yes. Now, granted, it is topped with queso and seasonings and stuff, but still, that is outrageously expensive. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's hard to justify at six. Right. People who tried it said it was good. Oh, it's. I've had it at Bush Gardens Tampa, and it was out of this world. Right. I'm sure this is equally the same. But again, it's a mini corn that's $12. <laughs> It, the, the pricing, the price points, it's it just, I, I don't know when they came up with these menus, they must have been like, you know what, we're going for it. We're going to put the price points at such a level, force everyone to buy a sampler card, and then, you know, lock them into 50, like I said, 50 to $80, depending on the sample card, uh, Every everybody. And that's their business model. And, you know, right or wrong, that's what it is. Because $12 for a mini piece of corn in the cob. <laughs> That's a lot of money. Uh, it, it's hard to swallow, as it were. Uh, but, yeah, very good. And as a sample, I would most certainly get it. Then they have the Glacier Bar, which has, oh, the Seven Seas Bogey Donut, or Boogie. I'm not sure what that word is. Strawberry cheesecake filling, strawberry buttercream, brown Sugar crumble. That sounds delightful. I wonder the sizing of that. But it sounds quite yummy. Spicy pina margarita. So that sounds good. Smarkling mojito. Uh, That would be good as well. So yeah, Glacier Bar uh, seems like a winner. They have beers as well. Oh, that's it. That's That's it. That's all. Now, in fairness, at the table service place, they had a few new items Specifically, oh, okay. which we sampled at the media event, like the, oh, I apologize to oh, see. Oh, they had a crab the cake. The lobster and shrimp cake or uh, something like that. That's where those are from? Yeah, those are those oh. are not samples. Those are from the, okay. from the table service restaurant. That makes sense. Uh, now, let's, you know what? I know we're being a bit critical of, of SeaWorld with their pricing, but let's give them props for their concerts. Because like last week, we were talking about Universal mm-hmm. and their concert series. Uh, SeaWorld also, you know, the Seven Seas Festival also has artists that come in and perform. And I will say they certainly have a better lineup than Universal. Well, let me let the Universal Homer go off on this one. Uh-oh. Oh, oh my gosh. They have a 50 million times better concert oh. lineup. <laughs> and I don't even enjoy most of these artists, but the SeaWorld's lineup, I mean, I have something in the queue, but food takes priority in my writing priorities. Yes. I have... Three-fourths of a blog written of, is this the year to get your SeaWorld annual pass? Ooh. Because the concerts are way better. Now, granted, I'm sorry, SeaWorld, 
SeaWorld has historically does a very poor job of crowd control before and after their concerts, so be prepared for that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. no, it's going to be rough getting out of the, um, <laughs> the stadium. Yeah, so I want to be fair. However, the concert lineup is actually something interesting. I would say I would argue for many people, not me, the concert lineup is better than the I'm sorry, Walt Disney World, than the Garden Rocks concert lineup at Walt Disney World. This the, year? This year. Yeah, I, I I remember seeing the lineup, and I, I probably tend to agree with you. Yeah, they're for me. Of the three concert series that are I going would, on, yes. this is probably the strongest, Yeah, which is remarkable. And when you figure in the price, and I realize yeah. it's only one park, and that's not fair. Yeah. But the price of an annual pass to SeaWorld versus a price to annual pass to Universal Indo and a price. Oh, that's right. You can't get an annual pass to Walt Disney World, so suck it oh, up. Oh, wow. The SeaWorld one looks way better. Yes. And just now, I, I guess it, was a, it, it wasn't just a couple of years ago. It feels like a couple of years ago. But back when Blackfish was still a thing, I mean, they had bands canceling on them. Yes. Like they couldn't get people to come in to perform. Mm-hmm. And now let's go over some of the concerts. They have the Commodores, which, you know. And not my that's a good, genre, but I know it's not summer, but that's a good summer band. Yes. Uh, they have Bee Gees and Beatles tribute bands. You can't go wrong with a Beatles tribute band and Bee Gees. You know, yeah, that's they have a couple. <laughs> I guess if you like the Bee Gees, that's cool. Uh, Collective Soul. Uh, this song, Shine, big fan. You are a big fan of Shine. Love me some Shine. I may go see. When you, is this? You almost want to make it one of the Saints. <laughs> it is. You know, they're a Christian band. Well, well, sorry for those of you scoring at home. Please ignore everything he just said. Okay, everything he just said, please ignore. Wow, because it's wow. not true. Wow. Well, I'm gonna cut out what you just said. And it's only I know. Be- I know you will. <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to question their faith, but calling them a Christian band is not. Oh, fair. thank you. I appreciate that because you just said a Christian band, so I'm gonna cut it in. That you, I know you. You say they are a Christian. <laughs> yeah, collective soul. It's February 18th. Um, I. I think I might go to that if I can. If if I'm if I got nothing else going on, I may stop in for that because uh, that would be cool. Uh, Jerry Rivera, I'm not sure who that is. Uh, Don McLean, 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 Don McLean uh, by what is it? American Pie, right? Uh, that would be fun to l- listen to that old song. Uh, Ludicrous. I'm sure I know his music. I know the name. That's about it. I don't really. Really. And what's okay? Well, give me this. Are you old? I am. Is he old? Well, what, I mean, what song? You know what your problem is. You don't spend enough time riding Fast and Furious Supercharged. I to encounter oh Ludacris. Is that he? I hate Fast and Furious. So well, you should. That's, he's one of the stars in it. He's yeah. Oh boy, that's ludicrous. That's the joke in the pre-show. Oi. Oh really? There's not. Uh, yes. Uh, oh, does he, do they say it's yes. Ludicrous? Oh, oh no. that's that's ludicrous. Are you serious? Yes. That's one of the scripts. Now, for those of you wondering, you should never go through the Fast and Furious ride. Yeah, track. no, never. no. Stop. stop. Under le- unless you lost a bet or you're raising money for charity, you should never go through the Fast and Furious attraction. Yeah, no. There's no reason ever. Okay. Ever. Uh, do you know Do you know his music? Could you tell me a name of a song he sings? I feel that I, I it lowers my faith value if I can explain one of his music. Because <laughs> oh, right. we have a joke in my Christian subculture of you shouldn't know that song or like it. But... Um, I no, feel like I, no, I can't. But let's for those of you missing it at home, the reason I can't, I am a uh, past middle-aged, gray-haired white guy. Yes, yes. Okay. I probably I don't know. Maybe maybe it's the Fast and Furious stuff that uh, I know his name. Maybe, maybe maybe that could be it. But yeah, I don't know. No, he's he it's he's been in concert. He's done the rounds of the theme parks. He yeah. does a good job. Okay. Uh, then you have Joey Fontaine. Is it Fontaine or Font Fontone? Jo- Joey Fontone and Friends. Joey Fontone in Friends, uh, he goes, He's. At, I know he was at Epcot. Yeah, he does the tour around him. Yeah, yeah. He, he's, he's, he's from the area. Oh, okay. So it's not a big deal for him. And the Friends are, he was in a it's boy band. whoever he brings at the time. It could be somebody, you never know. What, what band was he in? Boy band? You mean NSYNC? NSYNC? Is that what the one? Okay. Yeah. Uh, does that have anybody, anybody famous in it? Um, those of you scoring at home who are listening and want to throw something, oh please, we're we're gonna. I don't think any of my fans we're gonna, know. I think you, they do now. I think we're gonna make Tom watch the Trolls movie over and over and over again as oh, punishment for this Trolls movie. 
So maybe he could learn to hear from the voice of Justin Timberlake. Oh, he's a Timberlake. Okay, I knew Timberlake was in a boy band. So in sync. <laughs> so Timberlake's way too big time to be a friend of Joey Fatone. So I, I would almost go to that just because so, there are some uh, Justin Timberlake songs that I do enjoy. So that's why he markets himself as Joey Fatone and Friends. You never know what friends coming. Yeah, but I mean he's not gonna have a. No, no, bigger name than no, him not, show my, up, but yeah. Oh, why not? He's had bigger names than him show up for these things. Really? Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. Well, there you go. And then you have the Eli Young band. Um, don't have any idea who that is. Uh, two of them are wearing a cowboy hat, so that narrows it down for you. I'm guessing it's country. So that's bad, bad day for me. But yeah, I mean, as far as a concert series, and that's, that's not just, bad. They have 28 concerts total, as opposed to the eight concerts at Universal. Yeah. And if I gave you the names, which we didn't really cover for Mardi Gras in the Mardi Gras podcast, if I gave you the names of the concerts for Mardi Gras, um, you wouldn't know many of them. Oh, no. I looked at it, and I legitimately don't know most of them. In fact, I'm trying to think which ones I did know. And the ones I did know, I think Goo Goo Dolls was mm-hmm. one of them. Uh, that's like the most – that's the one I knew the best. And I – I don't know. I, I guess I could see them, but I have no, like, yeah, I don't really have any desire. Like, I don't know if I'd go through the trouble to go see them, mm-hmm. but I don't. I, well, I mean, one thing about Universal though, you, I could probably get in and out much easier than you know. I could probably just walk by, oh, uh, whatever song they sing that I know. Like, yes, oh, you go. could, and just keep going. You know what I mean? So yeah, eh, maybe. But still, um, yeah. The, fe- the festival goes from February 3rd to May 7th. Uh, it's included, just like Universal. It's included with your park admission, so no extra ticket. Do you they have a in. nighttime parade? Oh, they don't. Oh, wow. Wow. Okay, you went sorry. There. Well, oh, I'm man. just trying to say, because you know, if you're going to wow. have a free admission, you want to offer a nighttime parade. Wow. Uh, they do have a daytime However, Elmo parade, or Sesame Street parade. That's, that's daytime, and I do give them credit for the Elmo parade, because it is pretty cool for most younger families. Yes, is SeaWorld doing fireworks during this in this time? I'm trying to throw them a bone here. Um, are they doing fireworks? They Let me do. see. They have live entertainment. I don't think they are actually. Okay, no offense to SeaWorld. I was just trying to give them some plus because they they apparently can do fireworks that oh, Universal they, Orlando cannot. Yeah, they have good fireworks. I mean, their summer series they do good fireworks. I think even Christmas they have fireworks. Um, Halloween they don't because it's you know it's a Halloween event, so that makes sense. But and like I said, it, uh, the St. Patrick's Day, Mardi Gras, and Cinco de Mayo are all tied into this event. So they'll have, like, they'll change a booth for uh, one or two booths to, you know, specialize in whatever the special, you know, weekend event is or whatever it is. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. um, it's really, really cool. They Okay, so it says uh, special events calendar, pop-up parade. This is okay. Wild Arctic Plaza will come to life as entertainers, bead captains, stilt walkers, and oh, musicians. Oh, yeah, that's, that's once Mardi Gras starts. They're gonna oh, that's the, okay, that's the Mardi Gras uh-huh. section. Okay, live music, street party. Oh, yeah, oh, I see, I see. Yeah, this is a special event. So this is the Mardi Gras inside of it. They have the parade. Okay, and St. Patrick's Day, they do um, some tastes and some, okay, some timeless tunes. Okay, I uh-huh. well, I don't see Cinco de Mayo. That's interesting. But, yeah, overall, this is their premier event. If you're going to do a food event at SeaWorld, this is certainly the one to do. Um, I personally enjoy it immensely. It's a good time. You buy the lanyard. And, in fact, you have to buy the lanyard. I mean, do not go to this event and think you're paying paying out of pocket as you go because at the end of the day, oh, man, you're, you're going to feel like you got ripped off 100%. There's no way you could possibly buy that stuff at the asking price without feeling like, uh, you know, you're uh, getting uh, <laughs> the short end of the stick. So buy the sampler. If you're a past member, it's even a better deal because you get those three extra samples. Now, it is a bit. I mean, it's like 85, but you get 18. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you know, it's not a small investment, but it does run many months. Right, and especially... If you're planning on consuming alcohol, as Tom experienced at Universal, yes. even with lots of discounts, you can still run through some money with on alcohol. And I don't know. I'm not. I'm still up in the air whether or not it's worth the five or six dollars per sample for mm-hmm. the little sample size alcohol that you get. 
That's because you're jaded, especially now because I've taken you on a happy hour tour at Disney Springs. <laughs> well, you know what? That That's actually true that you say that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I never even thought about that. But, but even before that, because you get pretty small sample sizes. Yeah, you're getting larger at the happy hour tour we did at Disney Springs. 100%. So if you want to uh, check that out, that video will be out, or it already is out. So <laughs> make sure you subscribe to the YouTube channel, Vacation Podcast, and you'll see uh, me going around uh, sampling some alcohol and some food. And you'll see me playing his designated driver yes, so that I can get him home to record this podcast. DD, two podcasts. (laughs) Yeah, and I'm still going strong. We're going back. It's only 930 at night. Let's go, John. We're going back to Disney Springs. Yeah. Happy hour is closed. I have to go to Sickies already. Oh, my Lord. Yeah, you want to go to Sickies. After happy hour eating some food, you're like, let's go to Sickies. Just to clarify, you bring a food blogger along. That is true. You're going to get that. You're going to get it. Yeah, we, we ate some food. So. I'm still hovering around only 200 pounds, which I think is great for a food blogger, okay? <laughs> that's a great, yeah, that's 100% great, especially since you're 6'2", so exactly. uh, you can't beat that. All right, I think that's all I really have for a SeaWorld Seven Seas Food Festival. Like I said, there's 20 or 200 plus flavors, 28 live concerts, one amazing festival on select dates. And the, I guess the one thing we will say about this over Universal is the Universal Mardi Gras is every day where this is essentially what Thursday, Thursday through Sunday. Sunday. Yeah. So uh, my only concern would be on some of the slower days, the booths may not open or open late. So I would, I would suggest if you're buying a lanyard to, you know, enable, let yourself be able to come more than one day because you're going to have a lot of samples. And if some of the booths aren't open or some of the samples aren't available, then you may find yourself struggling to use them all up. So, uh, it, you know, in one day. So uh, I, I would be concerned about that. Maybe uh, some on slower days. But if you're going on the weekend, uh, everything should be open and you should be able to blast through them. My only concern there is that the lines in the evenings, like Saturday night, they, they get pretty big. People want to get their samples. So going earlier and eating you know, during the day, I, I've always found much more convenient. Because, you know, people aren't eating at that point. You know, it's a little warmer. Well, I guess for this festival, depending on when you're going, it's a little warmer during the day and they're out riding the rides instead of eating. So uh, I'd give that a shot. But uh, I think that is all I have. John, you have anything to add about this? Um, once again, I know we, it sounds like I'm being insulting. It's not. If you want a more casual theme park experience with a food festival, SeaWorld is the way to go. Um, if you want a more casual, and casual is not meant to be negative, let's let's try a different term, maybe a less stressful theme park day. Yes. Yeah. SeaWorld's the way to go. Uh, you're not going to find that at Lake Buena Vista. You're rarely going to find that in the in the major theme park resort in Orlando. Um, SeaWorld is the way to go. I mean. Just letting you behind the scenes, I've been torturing Tom about he should book something at Discovery Cove because it's so relaxing and aquatica and all that. Um, we shouldn't overlook SeaWorld, especially if you're a veteran of going to the other theme parks. Yes. And FYI, his nagging worked because I booked November 19th. It's a Sunday, I believe. I booked. So <laughs> come, uh, you know, around Thanksgiving. Stay tuned. I will have a uh, review of, uh, <laughs> of um, oh, man, uh, what is it? You mean Discovery Cove? Discovery Cove, wow. Yeah. This is why I get invited to media events and you don't. <laughs> yeah. no. That's why I'm always the plus one. That's, that's <laughs> I'm, I'm, norm- I'm normally the plus one, don't worry. Oh, man, yeah. Someday, John, I, too, will have my own invite. Then we can go together with two other people. Can you imagine it? Just picture the chaos no, that cannot. would be. Oh, one day. If I can get to 1,000 subscribers on YouTube, then maybe I can you know, even request it. At this point, I'm not sure I even have the clout to even attempt to request to be on their media uh, list. So one day, I hope, uh, with your help, everyone, I can do it. So please do me a favor. Go to the YouTube channel, Vacationers Podcast, and subscribe. All right. Well, I think that'll bring this episode to a close. So I'd like to thank my panel for joining me. And until we stream again, please do me a huge favor. Go to the YouTube channel of Casey podcast, like, and subscribe. And also go to Twitter, Pastor John Self. Make sure you follow him as well. It will be glorious and keep making memories.
As always, eat like you mean it. Thanks for listening to the Vacationeers Theme Parks and More podcast. The show can be found on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play. Please subscribe and give us a review if you like the show. Visit our website at www.vacationeerspodcast.com. For additional content, subscribe on YouTube and Twitter at Vacationeers Podcast. Please like our Facebook page, Vacationeers Theme Parks and More Podcast. Send questions, comments, or if you'd like to be on a future episode to discuss planning or reviewing of a vacation, please email the show at vacationerspodcast at gmail.com. This has been a Vacationers Theme Parks and More production. For Vacationers Theme Parks and More, I'm someone who knows Neil Patrick Harris. Peace out, suckers.